0: Hola, amigos. Welcome back to the show. My guests today are Johnny and Youssef from propanefitness.com, and it's another Lifehacks episode. Today, sit back and enjoy as we run through our favorite tools, apps, websites, strategies, and resources for a productive and efficient life. Expect to learn Johnny's favorite music to lift heavy to, why I'm now a YouTube premium convert, the best types of my protein way how to fix torn hands when lifting, how I re-deliver my Kindle highlights every day, how to optimize your Apple photos, and much more. As always, links to whatever we've talked about will be listed in the show notes below, and we're getting towards the stage where I've almost got enough for another Lifehacks ebook, so I'll probably compile one of those, maybe... Maybe towards the end of this year, we'll have done enough life hacks episodes to warrant me putting them all together into a new super list so that you can take them away and use them at your leisure. In other news, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Active Life RX. If you are someone who is suffering with any sort of discomfort or pain or impingement that is stopping you from being physically active in the way that you want, Active Life RX. ...are the solution. They have a team of trained doctors, athletic trainers and coaches who all live the active life that you have and were inspired by their own experiences to solve the problems that their clients face. They have the empathy, the education and the experience to help clients get out of pain and reclaim their fitness. I've been working with my coach Larry since the beginning of the year and I'm so happy to be finally back in the gym and able to regain some of that athletic function. People have been led to believe that it's normal and inevitable that they will need to live a life limited by the way that their body looks, feels or performs and this isn't true. Active Life RX helps you to enjoy living an active life again without going to the doctor to get out of pain or giving up the things that you love to do. You can finally get rid of your aches and pains without medication, more rest, or more frustration. If you want to turn your weaknesses into your strengths, or while spending less time in the gym and more time enjoying life, you've got to check out what the doctors and coaches at Active Life are doing. Head to activelifeprofessional.com slash wisdom, or there is a link in the show notes below. It's probably easier to follow. That's a long URL. Follow the link in the show notes below to go and check out a free consultation call with an active life professional to find out how their game-changing approach to pain and fitness can help you. If you're suffering, if you're feeling a little bit limited, or if you just want a coach to get you to that next level with your fitness goals, head to the link in the show notes below and book that free consultation call. There's no obligation. You can just have a chat with them, talk through what your goals are, and see how you get on. Link in the show notes below, activelifeprofessional.com slash modernwisdom. In other Other news, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Join over 2 million men who trust Manscaped to look after the most sensitive and delicate part of their body. The Lawn Mower 3.0 is a waterproof, cordless body trimmer that obsesses over technology to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. It has a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology, a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, a 90-minute battery so you can take a longer shave, waterproof technology which allows you to groom in the shower, And an LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trim. This is the easiest, safest, and least anxiety inducing way to do your regular trim and gentleman's area checkup. It's no longer, you shouldn't be nicking a part of your body. You shouldn't be bleeding anywhere. You shouldn't be bleeding anywhere, but you definitely shouldn't be bleeding from here. So head to manscaped.com. And use the code Modern Wisdom to get 20% off and free shipping site wide. This deal is available across the globe, wherever you are, men, gentlemen. You can get neater, neater testicles and and the surrounding area by going to manscaped.com and using the code Modern Wisdom. 20% discount plus free shipping available worldwide. Manscaped.com and Modern Wisdom is the code. Oh, but now. It's time for some lovely life hacks with Johnny and Yusef. Johnny and Yusef,
1: welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Chris.
2: Good morning
0: good morning indeed it is another life hacks episode tools techniques and tactics for a productive and efficient life if you haven't seen this before we do a round table each of us proposes some sort of life hack we've come up with over the last few weeks since the previous episode and then the other two tear it to pieces or immediately proclaim that person as god and say right i'm gonna go buy it or i'm gonna start doing it right now and uh and that's it
2: that is it or there's the delayed reaction which is proclaim the others as an idiot and then a couple of years later we're all doing that thing we're all moving in, in the force. same
0: the, the same direction at once uh if you want to check out whatever it is that we talk about there will be links in the show notes below if there are discounts or codes or whatever i'll have trolled the internet and tried to find them so if there's something that you enjoy that you want to go and use just look show notes below comments below and uh they'll be there so johnny you're first up there's a hot potato for you oh God. in the
1: face right So I'm, I think what we just spoke about there of like the true test of a life hack is when someone says it two years ago, I make fun of it and then I say it again. And I'm a bit worried about this one. I don't think it's been mentioned before, but it's the sort of thing that Chris would have recommended. So, and I would have probably made fun of it as well. Okay. So let's see. It's something that um, Dan Digital Audio Broadcast actually recommended to me, um, which is I really struggle so on the, I don't know whether you remember last time I spoke about struggling with creatine. And I, creatine tablets solved that problem for me. Yeah, I also struggle with morning whey. <laughs> like having a, a whey protein shake in the morning. I just find it a bit, I don't know, like it's never quite what you'd expect it to be. Clear whey from my protein is excellent.
2: This is a more kind of juice consistency compared to the milkshake type.
1: Yeah. So you yeah, one scoop in water, give it a shake, leave it. It's very important to leave it. Cause if leave you go it, for it straight away, it. <laughs> <laughs> if you go for it straight away, so like my first like week of experience with it was like semi congealed, it's, it's hydrolyzed way. So semi congealed bits of hydrolyzed whey. It was like, this is awful. But then you leave it for two, three minutes and it's just like a juice. So as a morning, as a morning supplement, brilliant. So that's my life hack. So that's it's a
0: hydrolyzed whey. So it's not an isolate.
1: Yeah. So I thought it was an isolate, but if you read the ingredients, it does say hydrolyzed whey. Maybe some Technology has come say.
2: so far in the last <laughs> few years. Like for hydrolyzed whey. Because back in the day, pre you know, if you've heard our the fitness menopause podcast where back where we were, you know, deep in the the days. I know, Chris, you mentioned like where you my protein was just like a build-it-yourself powder, and you could literally put in, like, the most stupid combinations of, like, oh, I want 95% beta-alanine, 5%... Oh, horn, horny horn, goat's weed, yeah. Horny yeah. goat's um, weed or waxy maize starch. Ming. Uh, minging. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and, and all of these, like, you'd get casein, which was just like basically a lump of sand that as soon as water touches it, it just becomes a solid, and you shake it in your thing, and it just goes dunk, 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 in your, yeah. and So what's, the,
0: whey? what's the advantage of this, Johnny? Less digestive discomfort, better taste, sort of yeah, less of a bloated I
1: feeling? Think, I d- so I, maybe you two don't get this, but like when I make a protein, like if you make a protein shake, like a scoop or two scoops of, of whey concentrate with like water from the tap, it's always this like, six out of 10 experience isn't it like it's you're never like oh god i'm glad oh that was delicious i'm really glad i had that first thing and then you feel a little bit gurgly, and you're like like don't feel that great about it but the 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 clear way just tastes like juice so if you get like the orange and mango one for example it just tastes like having orange juice in the morning and it's but it's 20 i think 25 grams of protein or something so it just i think it just makes it easier. So I do that and then I have that with my creatine tablets and my supplements. It just makes it easier to like, it's something I always do because I like the taste of it and it's effortless and it tastes like juice.
0: What is the, what? what are the flavors that you've tried and what is the optimal
1: powder to water ratio? Great questions, Chris, great questions. So I have tried watermelon, grape, rainbow candy, Oh wow! You've you been—you've
0: gone very deep into this. Did you get sample packs, or are these all legitimate ones that you worked your
1: way through? I went full full container. Wow! Um, wow! Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Watermelon. Big risk. Did I say watermelon? Peach tea, and then the mango one. And I think probably the the ma- I think the watermelon is my favourite one. I think, um, and it's one scoop with quite a bit of water.
0: Well, how, come on. Well,
1: it, it depends what you want the amount of water. Yeah. So, on those metal shakers, yep. I do, I know they have like milliliter marks. I don't pay attention to that. I do about three quarters full. Mm. Three quarters full. With one scoop. First, with one scoop. Yeah. Put the water in first, then the scoop in. Shake it. Leave it. <laughs> this is a very important part. I cannot stress that enough. You must leave it and then come back to it. Let it let it prepare itself, come back to it in two, three minutes. And you have a sort of a a tasty juice protein drink.
2: So there is an argument that you should have tasty protein supplements because that induces the kephalic phase of digestion. It gets your digestive juices going. It helps you absorb the protein better compared to back in the day when we would just pound like unflavored hydrolyzed whey that just tastes of vomit because it is vomit. Chemically, it's it's pre-digested, protein so it's got that vomity taste so now like there's no excuse is that you've got peach tea watermelon i think my my flatmate got me some sample packs for my birthday i think of this type of way and it was like a limited edition refreshers flavor of yeah. violets um yeah. like all these mad flavors great I love it. That's really cool. Anyone that
0: wants to go and get that, the code Modern Wisdom will get you 37% off or greater on everything at My Protein. If you go to bit.ly slash Modern Wisdom, there's a link in the show notes below. Just go and get it if you want to check out this clear way. We hadn't organized that, but thanks, Johnny. Have uh, either of you
1: two tried it? No, I'm I'm
0: going to... I've got my... It's the 3rd of April, so my account allowance will have been restocked, and I'm going to get one of whatever your top few flavors are.
1: You'll love it, Chris. I think, Youssef, I can imagine drinking and going, and then being really annoyed about it. (laughs) Because it is quite expensive. Mm. That's the only downside.
0: Is what it is. Youssef, what have you got for us?
2: So, on take two of the intro of this podcast, you guys asked me, is this t-shirt yours? And they both, you clicked that it wasn't, because it fits well, and it's a good choice of t-shirt, and you know me well enough to know that my fashion sense is terrible. So... My life hack is whenever you wear a piece of clothing, use it as a chance to be like, because very few people have got too little clothes. I think clothes are unreasonably cheap. And usually we hold on to just crap t-shirts or whatever that we have just because status quo. So it's use it as a chance to be like, do I really want to wear this in the future? Or was this just a decision that past me has made that I no longer agree with? And so now whenever I put on a T-shirt or a, a sock or something, I'm like, hmm, could this be the last time that I wear this? And I know that there's some kind of um, psychology. So, I mean, case in point, here's my bin with a T-shirt in it. Um, <laughs> and it's a rubbish T-shirt. I'm not going to miss it. I bought it maybe 10 <laughs> years ago in Primark. So the was it something you said about the level that you value things that you already have is different to if you were to buy it for the first time or if you were to lose it and you want it back. And our brain plays these funny games to value things differently. And you have to kind of get objective and be like, no, no, if I didn't own this right now, would I actually go out and buy it? Or would I be like, no, it's worthless to me. Is the value only because it's already mine? That's cool. That's like a...
0: Evolution of the fittest clothing. Survival. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. Of <laughs> the
1: fittest. <laughs> I have a, I have a slight variant on that that I've actually done over the last. year. I think so. I think I might have mentioned this on a life hack before, but, um, which is I moved basically all of my clothes onto like a separate rail in the hanger. And every time I wore something, I put it on a different rail. And after a six-month period, everything that isn't on the main rail, just get rid of.
2: Oh, So you're doing the same thing, but in batch?
1: Well, it's just the process of like... Formalized, Formalized process, just, isn't it? Just...
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, hey,
0: I think this is awesome. I, I have done it a different way. So I've been taking big blocks of clothes to a buddy, and um, he does a lot of eBay stuff. And I just said, look, if you want to list these on eBay, take 50% of whatever they make. It was either nice. that or the charity shop. I'll tell you what's mad. I did not even thought of this, but the amount of money that you will get for worn but good condition training shoes. Mm. I go through a lot of pairs of Nanos and Metcons back in the day before the Reebok deal and stuff. And um, yeah, i they're still getting a three-year-old pair of worn but in all right condition shoes will still get 25 or 30 pounds. And then Fetishists
2: if, just love worn shoes, don't they? I'm not sure that it's
0: all it. fetishists, because you don't know who's worn it. Is, surely as part of the fetish not knowing the person that wore it and thinking about them wearing it. It's not just Maybe. a dirty
2: shoe, is it? You have heard the story about when I was in that flat, haven't you? Yeah. I don't even know what episode that was in. Very, very early on. Why don't you tell it again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> one day i was living in edinburgh in a flat of a few people student flat and this guy came to the door and he had his hair like slicked back and he was in a shirt He looked a bit spermy and i was like hello and he was like oh hi um i'm here for the shoes we were like oh no he was like is, is sam in and i was like yeah and then someone else walked past and i'm like hello do we know you and he he's like, oh, i'm just looking for sam and then sam came i was like oh you're right mate yeah um you're here for the shoes yeah no problem here you go and then we were like well can you just explain what's going on here and he was like well if you must know i have a foot fetish and i've would really appreciate the the shoes and, and we were just like okay fine and then after he left we were like sam were you not bothered that there's a man who's probably doing unspeakable things to your shoes right now and he was like no it's fine like if he gets more joy out of them then great basically this guy had followed him like a week before and asked him for his like dirty shoes which were in terrible state and he was like well yeah you can have them but i, I need them until wednesday when i get a new pair so just come
1: back on wednesday and i'll give you them so that does sound related to the person like gone <laughs> to quite a lot of effort in fact to find that guy's shoes specifically but, yeah so maybe that's just what was what's happened to chris's shoes
0: Maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> can't be reseller, but... I, I was going to say I'm one level removed, aren't I, because someone's arbitraging my shoes. Right, okay, uh, my first one for today is YouTube Premium. Have either of you two got YouTube Premium?
1: So I've done the trial for it and didn't continue with it. Okay. But I know that, that Yusuf
0: won't have done.
2: No, I've been recommended it, and I, I can't see the appeal.
0: So... But... George Keen Mack is a big proponent of YouTube Premium. Couldn't believe that I didn't have it. And so I'm,
1: I'm really open to getting it. So sell it to me,
0: Chris. Okay. So I decided it was Michaela Peterson when we always say this and this is a this is a life hack for life hacks, right? Everybody that is listening, if multiple different people come to you with the same suggestion independently, just just do it because <laughs> <laughs> the the likelihood of the stars aligning in that way, specifically, for people in separate social circles to come to you and say, You really should try this. So George had done it, but that was just one. Then Michaela couldn't but I think I sent her a screenshot of something I was watching on YouTube and she noticed by the, the top bar that it wasn't YouTube Premium. And she said, I can't believe that you don't have YouTube Premium. You need to as Right, right, I will buy it. So uh upgraded for the most part I use I use YouTube quite a bit. I also watch lots of content that I could just listen to. Also trying to reduce my screen time and all of that combined means that No Adverts is saving me at least 10 seconds to 15 seconds per video. I think they've YouTube have pushed the limit for the unskippable section of an ad now to between 6 and 7 seconds, which is very cheeky of them um mm-hmm. and then so i'm i don't ever have to skip ads i can swipe up and go onto other apps or i can just lock my phone and leave it somewhere and listen to what's going on so a lot of the time when i'm doing podcast prep for a guest brian green who's this super famous uh physicist last night i just left the phone on the side and listened to him and neil degrasse tyson talk but it's easier to find something on youtube than it is on apple podcasts or spotify so a lot of the time actually YouTube's is simpler because the search is more optimized it's better to listen to stuff on there it's just a problem of having to watch it at the same time having to stay on your phone to skip the ads so skipping ads is a huge one being able to play uh while it's off you get free access to youtube music i haven't even downloaded it i don't need it um it is not that cheap when you consider that a netflix subscription is what for the four person ultra hd it's maybe 14 pounds a month now and i think youtube premium is 12 to 13 pounds a month so it's not it's not cheap but i mean scale up how many videos do you watch per day how much time do the adverts take from those videos it's easily i'm easily roi positive on it uh plus i don't have to use my phone so i am now a youtube premium convert
1: so it's ad free it is you can close the app and listen to stuff can you save stuff offline yeah can you have like
0: Use case for that would be super minimal. It would only be when I was maybe on a plane or or Mm -hmm. traveling somewhere abroad, but that would be nice. There's some extra features that you get. Um, Another thing is that you you buy it and it attaches to a particular account. So let's say that you guys bought it for the Propane Fitness Channel. You would actually both be able to benefit so long as you were both using the Propane Fitness Channel as opposed to what I presume you both have, which is a personal one outside of that. So I bought it. But me and Video Guy Dean now have access to YouTube premium on the Chris Williamson main channel.
1: So yeah. What do you think, Johnny? Are you sold? Well, so it links quite nicely with my next life hack.
0: Oh, it's just it's seamless.
1: It's We're in slow. It's as if we'd prepared. But we haven't. Haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should I just go on to that then? So I have been training in my garage. Which means I when I log my training so that I don't have to like be reliant on my phone all the time. I use my laptop. So I can track <laughs> tracking things, which is even worse. <laughs> this is even worse because that's where all my work is. But so like I have to track a lot of stuff, which I don't know, benefit but all. This is why laptop. Johnny
2: can no longer train in a public gym.
1: Because I've got too much stuff with me. Yeah. <laughs> I've got basically a portable lab. VR with, like, headset. Barometers. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> um but so something that I've found and I can't explain why, but I if I'm listening to music when I'm training, or if I if I'm just like training on my own and I'm listening to normal music, it's like seventy five percent benefit. But if I listen to a live version of the music, like if I listen to a live band performance or a live DJ set, there's something even though the audio quality is worse, there's something about that like live experience that the energy. Yeah. It's brilliant. But obviously all of that's on YouTube. So having an, a, 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 like an ad, because there's nothing more annoying <laughs> than like, <sighs> unwrap the bar, and then Grammarly has... Blood, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> and that has happened so many times to me. Like the mid-roll, mm. like, and it, they're mm. always the, the most intrusive as well. Like there's nothing more contrasting than... Have you thought about setting life insurance policy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Another like a thing, really I, aggressive set, and then it's an ad about something completely separate. So I like it. Autoplay like
0: continues outside of well, when the app's closed, so it'll still continue to autoplay even when your phone's locked, which is nice, so you could create a little playlist and it'll run through the playlist. I get what you mean about the live thing. Does your live music have to have crowd noise in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would agree. Live oh, yeah, music yeah. without crowd noise is just a poorly recorded normal album track.
1: Well, so, the, yeah, so there's a, few, there's a few instances like over the last year when bands and DJs have done live sets, but there's no crowd, and it's worse. It's way worse. <laughs> Whereas, like, even though the audio e- is better than a, like a recorded live at a venue, but if it's live at a venue, like there's some like Kerrang, for anyone into like metal music, Kerrang have done a series in what they call the pit, the K pit. What, which the is Islamic
2: like, holy book? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. They organized um, some gigs in a bar and it's, the audio is terrible, but the atmosphere is great. And those, those are awesome. Give so us, can... um,
0: give us what are the three most watched videos, live music videos that you've gone to for training
1: on YouTube? I mean it's ver like the number of people who hear my recommendation and think like that sounds good there'll be there'll be like three and one of them will be you Chris other be Dean. doesn't matter tell us um, architects live at reading what yeah uh I think it'll just be the most recent one okay um beartooth at uh Wacken festival and like anything by like You'll hate this, Chris. Like Skrillex, Steve Ioki, Martin Garrix, anything like that. I like very like EDM, like very lots of crowd noise, lots of uh, three, two, one, jump, lots yeah. of that.
2: Three,
0: two, one, left.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean to be honest as well. Like some of the powerlifting or like lifting motivation videos as well. As cheesy as they are, they're good as well. If you if you need to really pull a lever on something, something like that can be quite good as well. That's cool, man. So there you go.
0: I, hey, I, um, I've i been watching Reggie Fasser, who is one of the G- JST athletes. He's just come third in the UK in the, the Open. Uh, came sixth in the world in the uh, 21.2 workout. Monster. The guy. The guy's a freak. But the stuff that he listens to, that those guys listen to, as they're getting ready to send it, uh, like, is it Ian Van Dahl, Castles in the Sky? Tune. but but like a, a 170 BPM GABA version or like some German techno. Yousef's nodding along quietly there at 170 BPM. That's your sort of shit. Beautiful. But <clears throat> uh, Yeah, that's so right I my element. I think, I think one thing that's been lacking definitely over the last year, there's just been no reason to send anything. It's been such a low energy year generally. You haven't really been laughing with friends. Can you that
2: define haven't... send anything?
0: Well, so, Full so, send. Yeah, sending it. So what? what if you What's the reason to get excited about really? Any? Like I go and do a, a session on the bike in my kitchen. Oh yeah, really right. going to get myself excited for this to move the five meters from my living room to my kitchen so that I can get on the bike for and do steady state for half an hour. Um, and the opportunities to kind of give yourself some energy extrinsically by putting some good music on with crowd noise. So it's like these are this is my ten thousand fake friends for today. And um, yeah. They've joined you in
2: your in your garage as you're lifting. I think yeah, for those weird. show how much that we, we like to
1: kind of bounce energy off each other as humans.
2: Yeah, I'm well really I, I
1: something I'm I'm aware of at the moment is like the I've still got the ten percent available to add on to my session by just like being in a gym with other people. So you know, like a session that's hard, add a bit of music on, add a bit of atmosphere, caffeine, feel really good. It's gonna be like it's still only gonna be ninety percent. Whereas if I did the same thing a meet or a busy gym. Yeah. It's it's always going to be better. There's always that extra little bit to pull, which is cool. So that's exciting for when stuff reopens again.
0: Live music for training. I like that. Yeah. Seth, live music in
1: general. Can't wait to go to something live. Uh
0: what have so I got good. what have I got tickets for? I bought tickets for uh A B G T four hundred and fifty with Anjuna Deep the next day. I think it's at the dockyards or something in London. Um that's good. There's still tickets available if you want to come. Uh, George, Me and George Mack have bought tickets for it. Um, But, yeah, it's in September. Are you adding it to OmniFocus? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, But, yeah, that's going to be sick. That's the first thing that I've got booked in. Um, That's in September. I still don't know if it's going to happen.
1: If we don't go and see Bring Me the Horizon in September, Chris, I will be inconsolable. It's already sorted.
0: You know, Ollie's bought a house with his missus in Brazil. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah, Ollie Sykes bought a house in Brazil with his missus. So he sold he flogged his one in Sheffield, the one with the gym and, and the pool. Um so he flogged that one and now he was like uh just they were out there in Brazil and he couldn't come back and if he'd come back he'd have had to stay in a hotel and do all of this thing. And uh now there's like that. what he's just they bought a house. Like, oh we'll just buy a house and then if I need to like we'll just keep it. I guess that's what happens when you've got fucky money, isn't it? Um <laughs>
1: Yeah, just (laughs) like it's easy to just buy a house. Ridiculous,
0: man. Honestly, watching watching the guys, and this is on their public stories on Instagram, so everybody else that follows Bring Me the Horizon's bandmates knows this. Mm -hmm. But like Matt Nichols, the drummer, will spend days like repointing the brickwork. In 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 his conservatory, and so, because they're just such working class Sheffield blokes that happen to be world famous rock stars. Like you, you, you don't really think about another like Aussie Osborne or you know Aerosmith. You don't think about them doing the pointing in their conservatory. But yeah, I, I there's something I quite like about that.
1: Well, it's when like you could easily pay someone to do it, but there's something rewarding about doing it yourself yeah i know right it's doing Seth, about a choice isn't it what That's you the got the difference
2: this is on the back of the youtube premium so i've I, I heard your sales pitch and i raise you an alternative method just because for me none of those features hit my pain points to to sign up for youtube premium partly because i don't really use my phone so the idea of being able to play a video with the screen off compared to the screen on is like kind of irrelevant to me um so what i do for youtube is everything's done entirely through alfred you can search and then find a video within alfred so that's like the app even your browser doesn't have to be open and then you can play it through a media player called Ina, iina so you can just play any url any playlist it remembers the spot that you were in last time along the video you can adjust the speed and skip forward and back and stuff with the keyboard shortcuts it doesn't Mm -hmm. buffer it just loads the whole thing and then you can just play it as if it's like a a a video that you've downloaded and it's generally just a lot less intrusive there's no adverts i haven't seen an advert in years because because i use brave which is the life hack from a few a couple of years back probably now so my recommendation would be just get Alfred properly set up, figure out all of your use cases, even if it's stuff that like watching YouTube, you think it there wouldn't be an Alfred fix for it. There probably is. So start with my YouTube video and then just browse the Alfred repository and you will have a lovely time.
1: Cool. The problem with Alfred is it's like a it's a blank canvas with a really nice set of paints. And like you've got, you've got the potential <laughs> to create something brilliant, but you could also do like a smiley face stick man. Like you've got to know what you're doing. I mean, you've got to know what you're trying to create. That is such a good analogy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, so Yusef tried to give me some sort of workflow ma- macro workflow thing for Alfred. Sent me it the other day, um, so that I can search my notes because I've got two thousand notes on Apple Notes, and Yousef sent me some workflow pressed a button and then what, what came up that I, I didn't have that the Python CSS that existing library module to plug it in and I, I was watching the genesis of a SCOBY problem occur in front of my eyes. I'd been infected with it. I was seeing it the the was it Prometheus that, that I was watching the Prometheus video of evolving from the embryonic
2: state that's into it. the fully fledged alien. Yep. Yeah so whenever
1: whenever that happens and like the saw music plays. You know, when he's going like, I'd like to play a game, and it's it, like things, it slowly becomes really serious, and you realize how enormous the problem is, and you're like, well, I'm, I'm stuck now. That's yeah, it.
2: That's
0: exactly <laughs> what he was trapped.
1: trying yeah. to do. <laughs> so,
2: too. So I should say, like, getting YouTube Premium is the like simple sledgehammer solution. It's like, look, I I'll just, I'll just pay the fifteen quid, just leave me alone. Yeah. I just want to listen to some music with the screen off. Thank you very much. Yes. If you're willing to put in some time, and you, you know, you're willing to kind of get out the paints and sketch out the, the picture the skeleton first and then paint it on top and you can put in the time for it then alfred so if you've got
0: more money than time buy youtube premium if you've got more time than money use Ina and alfred
2: the the point of alfred is that it saves you money long term but there is a bit of and i mean obviously this doesn't go for anyone using a windows computer like that's several steps away just (laughs) (laughs) throw it out what you want to do is is if you take your computer and go out of your back door Open up the recycling bin. <laughs> just put it in there. Gently and deposit it. come back it to your seat. With a hammer first. You forgot the hammer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. My next one is typefully.app. So I sent this to Yusuf yesterday. Um, if you are someone who uses Twitter and wants to create long tweet threads from single blocks of text or from text that's been worked up into paragraphs, typefully allows you to write out the entire tweet thread including previews for URLs and everything else. It brings up a live preview of exactly how it's going to look on your account. And you don't need to move things around between the different thread windows or the tweets within the thread windows. You can just move the text within a block, a typing block typically like you'd have on your notes, and it'll automatically do it. It won't cut off halfway between different sentences. It's all formatted beautifully. And then it's one button to press send. It's like, and it's free. It's ridiculous, absolutely it's, ridiculous. I mean,
2: that, that solves a, a problem that for many people, they're like, what, tweet threads, what's that? But for people that write tweet threads, it's is, it is such a ball leg to get it all into the right formatting. So, Not much more good. to say
0: about that. Just type fully.app. You should go and check it out. If you're a Twitter user that uses tweet threads, then it'll save your
1: life. Johnny, what you got? Um, this. What's it going to be? I don't know. Wad Welder. Ah, ha, ha. ha. Yes. So I think this is something that you may have recommended to me, Chris, yeah. but some, some time ago. So they have a kit, which includes this tub, which smells great. Yeah. And that's part of the benefit of it. And there's a little stick and a little pumice stone that comes in a, in a pack. I used to have a problem. Where, I think you've both seen it actually. Like it would happen to me all the time where I'd be like deadlifting and training for months and then a huge callus would go on my hand and it would be like, I wouldn't be able to train on it. And it would feel like when you touched your hand, you were touching raw nerve ending. It was so, it was so painful. So this stuff, I put it on my desk and like, just before I start work, use it. And it's easy to do because it smells brilliant. And I mean, touch wood, I've not had any callus problems since I've been using it. For the
0: people that don't so know got... what, what is the wad welder product? What does the bomb do? What's it got in it?
1: uh it's the same thing as um, lanolin it's lan- lanolin isn't it that's the, the thing that like softens your skin so this is the like the daily cream and then there's a stick that you put just on your um just on your calisteries of your hands and then there's a pumice stone to like sand down the the uneven edges dude on,
0: what well there so <laughs> i've only, i've never used the cream and i've never used the pumice stone but it's like a Prit stick the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's the – it literally looks like a Pritt stick. You push it up from the bottom, and then you just do little circular motions. It does smell awesome. It's does. fixed. It's fixed my hands so quickly. You know when you're doing the open, when the open used to be six weeks long, and you'd tear them one week, and by the next week, they were getting back to usable again, which is pretty insane. Um, Yeah, I'm Wadwelder's welders. And I think right. you can buy it on Amazon as well. Okay. So I mean, that's just I got it. go and buy yeah. it on Amazon. It's if brilliant. you're if you're someone that lifts and needs to protect your hands, and you find that you're getting calloused hand tears, especially anyone that's in CrossFit should already know about this. They use um, what's that? It's like Smithy's working hands cream or something like that, and it's one pound for a huge tub of it from Aldi. Uh, But it just smells like... Well, it smells exactly as you would think Smithy's working men's hand (laughs) cream would smell.
1: (laughs) Like a working man.
0: You
2: can use veterinary udder cream as well, but that's obviously smells like a veterinary product. Uh, Udder. It's It's funny. So so Johnny and I were talking about this recently, where if you're a powerlifter and you think your calluses are bad, like, look at the calluses of a weightlifter. If you're a weightlifter and think your calluses (laughs) are bad, look at a crossfitter. And then if you think your calluses are bad... Look at the gymnasts. Like some of the the stuff that you see at gymnastics, like people doing something off the rings, and they just like flap of their palm just off,
1: like, like take oh their my fingers God. half off, and they've got <laughs> tape around it. Do you not have this? Is this not a problem with gymnastics? I've never heard. Yeah.
2: Of... So so I'm. I don't like doing rings very much. I'm not very good at rings and bar, so I just kind of don't do them. Right. So for me, floor and pommel pommel's not really. It's not not. As hand prone hand to it. Yeah. Of... But
1: always take care of your hands. Whenever someone like when I was first told about like hand care, I was like, "No, <laughs> I'm not going to do hand lifting care 310 trophy.
0: kilos, mate. I don't need to worry about. I'm past hand care.
1: All right. Well, it's the things you end up like really valuing, like the skin on your hands. so like it's fine until you can no longer grip something at all. Like it's fine until opening a door hurts, and then you're like. Okay.
0: It's at the I forefront probably, of your experience as well, right? Like, there's nothing. Yeah. It's the same as having a back injury or having an aching shoulder or a pulled neck.
1: It's so there, oh,
2: just about, all the yeah. time
1: here. I think back pain's the the, the worst for that. Yeah. But yeah. anything axial,
2: toothache, back pain, anything along, along like the, the midline axis where it is just that, isn't it? In front of the
0: face. Right. What have you got, Seth?
2: So, this is free advertising for a certain company, but. I recently had a steak from Block and Bottle, which is a place in the northeast that does, as you can imagine, like craft beers and craft steaks, whatever you call it, like boutique steaks. Everyone in there has got, you know, a beard and a plug in their ear and they're all, you come in and they're like, hello, sir, how can I help you? And, oh, we have this particular range of cow today and it's it's from the the fragrant forests of Azkaban. And, uh, we can, <laughs> there's, and, a, there's
1: a story about the meat,
2: oh, each piece and, of meat incredible and and it's all you know they've got loads of different cuts and types of meat and um the it's it's a bit pricey but it's no more than you would pay in a restaurant or something and you when you make it yourself you just treat it with such care and it is beautiful and so i I like a ribeye that's definitely my top top choice steak and i'm willing to fight anyone who disagrees but um ribeye is supposed to be cooked medium or medium well um, as opposed to other steaks because it's so fatty and you want the marbling and the the fat to kind of infuse throughout it now the hack is when you have a fatty cut of steak if you end up with gristly bits a lot of people throw that away but you can just fry it harder at the end and you've then just got like because then it just melts and creates like new very nice bits you don't want to waste it so the hack is don't throw away your grisly bits. Just try frying them
1: hard and see what happens. And order expensive steak as well.
0: Yeah. So did definitely. you have to is can you order block and bottle online? Do they deliver?
2: Th- possibly. It's um they they have a they have a shop with a, a big queue out in the front and you know you can it's Where it's all it? very customized. It's a great experience. It's in heaton. Okay.
1: I've seen a few people talking about so I actually saw Keno mention that Michaela Peterson had recommended a meat delivery company to him. Yeah, she sponsored. Is it right? So I've just seen a few people like talking about how they've had steak delivered. So
0: I've just got—I've literally just had reached out to me. I think it's the Dry Aged Steak Co. or something. Have just reached out to me uh, about the show. I—I've told them to send some stuff out, and I'll see how it is. Um, but yeah, I, I think high-quality organic meat. People are now becoming increasingly concerned about the different antibiotics that are being pumped into their Mm. uh, food and stuff like that. So it doesn't surprise me that as carnivore diets become more popular, as people are going keto or low-carb, that increasingly high-quality meat is a thing.
2: Yeah, it's not something I I ever... I, I try and limit the kind of bandwidth that I spend on things that I can't control, but this is probably pushing at the... The precipice of like maybe this is something we should be looking after, because it was a it was a interview with a farmer on Joe Rogan talking about like a chicken breast in the states costs like I don't know not one dollar twenty or something, and he was like there is no way that that should cost one dollar twenty. Like something is being something's missing from that. Yeah, and what's happening is that the environmental cost is being um, offset so that you can get a chicken breast for super cheap, but. As a result, you're getting loads of yeah, antibiotics and fecal matter in the food and all that kind of stuff to be able to keep the prices so low. And so his whole idea is like the farming structure needs to be completely redone.
0: I had Chris Baber, who is in in-house food chef. I had him on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying the one thing that he always goes organic and the highest quality at is meat. He actually says that he goes vegan two days a week so that he can afford to go the highest quality meat for five days and he would rather do that than have lower quality meat across the week he also said another thing which is when you're eating a steak you're supposed to use the steak knife to cut cross through the fibers as opposed to long way down the fibers the reason being that those fibers are long and stringy and they get stuck in your teeth and you can break them up immediately by just cutting across them and I didn't know this rule. Did you guys know this rule? Oh, okay.
2: What yeah, but I'm a I'm a pretty staky man. So okay.
0: um I didn't know I, I didn't don't know it I didn't. knew that. Yeah, so about. just cut across so that you break up the five the fibers already and then Yeah. Aye, like that. Uh so yeah, cut cut across. Um what am I gonna do next? Okay, so I'm gonna do readwise.io, which is anybody that follows me on Instagram will know that pretty much every day, there's a couple of quotes that come from a book. And Readwise is the service that I use that delivers me that. So it automatically syncs in with your Kindle and highlights, then it re-delivers you a set number of highlights at a set time over email each day. If you want to go onto the website, there's a partner app as well. You can use it as a flashcard service, kind of like Anki for spaced repetition so that you start to actually learn the insights you've got. You can favorite them, you can discard them, you can delete them, you can also upload directly from your Kindle on documents which are not in your Kindle library. So let's say that you've sent a PDF to your uh, Kindle, you can do an upload every so often and they give you a periodic reminder to say, it's been three months since you plugged your Kindle in, maybe you should go and do that, or you can turn it off. Once you've got it set up, it is super unintrusive and every single day I get four quotes that I've highlighted from my books, from books that I've read, and if you've made notes in kindle as well so you can highlight something and then you can make a note if you choose to so i'm starting to do that as well so here's something that i think and oh here's what i think about that thing right now uh, and it also includes that it's uh, it's phenomenal like for remembering the things that you care about about reading it's outstanding and um
1: so, so you take notes while you, while you're reading and feed it into readwise no and it then no okay. so
0: the highlight that you make on Kindle. on Kindle. Yeah, yep. it, it saves just, that. As soon as you do that, it just takes that. But there's also okay. a, an option when you highlight something, you can press on it and make a note in right. the Kindle. But you don't need to. I, I do that very rarely. That's maybe like one in 20.
1: It, and it then emails them back to you or something like that. Yeah, or, just
0: randomly, uh, randomly, randomly. Picks, randomly picks them up and pulls them through. And then as they come through, you can either discard them or favorite them or just leave them. And I think I have thousands, thousands of highlights now. That's
1: pretty cool. So like every day you just get a little reminder of something you've read in the past. I get
0: four four little passages. And uh, yeah, it, it. one thing that it's done, which I need to deprogram is now, sometimes I want to highlight something because I think it's important in the book. But I know, <laughs> I, I, I actually start thinking about how that's going to appear when it comes up on my Readwise. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like you're not highlighting stuff for Readwise. You're highlighting stuff because it needs highlighted. But um yeah. Yeah, I, it's 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 great. If you read, if you use a Kindle, I think Readwise is is mandatory, really, because it'll just continue to re deliver you these the best bits of books
2: that you've already been through. You're That's so cool. deep in the Kindle ecosystem, I love it. I I, I need to do that as well because I I've, I've just people keep getting me physical books, and now I've just got to get through them before I. You?
1: That's a bittersweet view, I imagine. Yeah. <sighs>
2: oh, thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, mate.
1: Thanks. thanks so much. Right, Robson. What you got? Um a hack for improving a review process. So if anyone listened to Chris's interview with Chris Sparks in December, end of December, talks about like week uh talks about monthly reviews um or quarterly reviews. So as we're recording this, it's like the end of quarter one of 2021. So I always find reviewing, you know, the the standard review questions of like what went well, what didn't go well, where the hell do you begin with that? Especially if you're like looking back over a long period of time. Again, this is something we may have already covered, but it's something that's been more relevant for me recently. So I think an easy way to prompt your memory of what went well and what didn't go well is look at your, firstly, your calendar. So, if you have events things that you've done stuff that you've went like I mean it's maybe not that good at this point but generally like people you saw stuff you did um, highlights and it's really easy to pick out because you look up days and you're like oh yeah that was awesome maybe you've completely forgotten about it until you see it on the calendar or like actually that week was rubbish and here's why so it's a really easy way you just treat your calendar like a past record of what happened and then you've got it ready to go and saved or your if you take a lot of photos you're Your photo reel like your camera reel on your phone as a way of just remembering things that happened or places that you've been to etc so it's just an easier way to prompt the memories because i think it's quite easy to forget things that went well or didn't go well
2: so can i just add something to that Mm. day one have now um they they look like they're moving more in that direction so they've they're Mm -hmm. launching deeper calendar integration more kind of photos integration and stuff so that you can basically like yeah whip through almost a a museum of your life. Last pretty, yeah, pretty last what was that
0: thing? Was it Time Hop? Do you remember Time yeah, Hop? Yeah, um, yeah. Which was you like, logged on in on day, all of your different ago. social media accounts, and it would
1: show you when they you steal took. all your data and they sell it to China. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the day one, day one does that already. So whenever you make a new entry in day one, it's like in 2015 on this day you were doing. And you're like, bloody hell, I, I've totally forgotten about that. But it's mm. kind of a different. You don't think like, oh yeah. That's helpful to review 2015. Yeah, you know,
0: so you're saying that when you're doing a review, check your calendar and your photos because it's a
1: good prompt. It's just stuff that pro- most people. So I know. I think Yusuf deletes calendar entries. So some maybe some people do that. I don't know. Like I personally, no one, one a date. Does that? Past.
2: No one does that. Well, you know, you never know. So like it's I, because I, I'm I'm one of those perverts that uses a calendar and calendar events as to-do items. So putting per- per- them testing. on.
1: This yeah. Testing, isn't it? <laughs> um but yeah so like if like i can look at january and remember like key things that happened um like stuff that i did or stuff that um but it it is more events based and then photos are things that you usually if something's memorable or like interesting most people's reaction at this point is to take a photo of it so if you've got that as well it's a way of like most people's photo reel on their phone is like highlights of Of stuff that's happened right so it's a really easy way to to look back
0: what's the process that you go through for your quarterly review have you got have you taken it from somewhere
1: it's just as simple as that like what went well what didn't go well what am I going to do more of what am I going to do less of
0: have you split that into like career health relationships and other
1: um yeah I think sometimes like the categories thing because that's the the struggle I had with the Chris Sparks framework is like there's probably things that are at any one period of of your life are like forefront of the focus so you'll have like a period of your time where there's a lot of focus on health, or a lot of focus on relationships, or work. So there's not always tons of stuff in each category. So I tend to just freeform it and just do generally like what do I think is going well, what do I think isn't going well, and just whatever comes to mind really. Yeah. I, to be honest, I don't, I don't feel very good at the, the process. Like it's something I struggle with. But I think I think I think most people do. At least you're doing
0: uh, it though, man. Like I um I even my weekly review on OmniFocus, I've said to you before. I'm still struggling cool. to discipline myself with that because it's just an arduous task and the desire is always to do work not to review and plan work. It's like well I could spend this time planning and reviewing doing. And you're like well no like the reason that you can do better is because you've reviewed and planned. So hmm. I've got um I've got Greg McKeown coming on the show soon and his new book's Effortless which is oh. all about how you make the things that you have to do easier. Um so I'm looking, I've got I'm a couple of chapters into
2: it, and uh, I'm looking forward to maybe getting some. That is going straight on the list. If someone could buy me the physical
1: book version of that, please. You're <laughs> <laughs> <Keep> being serious. <laughs> so um, I think just link, link to that, just before we move on. So, with the weekly review thing, I've found, and I suppose this isn't someone you maybe can't always do this, but we have a, in propane, we have a meeting on a Monday, like a, a weekly meeting. I know that if I've done my weekly review, Prior to that meeting, I'm more, I'm like, the meeting's more useful. So like, if I've been through everything, then I'm able to like delegate things or bring things up that I need to talk about, or actually this is relevant now or whatever. So having it, and again, it's hard if you don't have that, but having some kind of accountability, if I do it by this point, then this thing is better Mm. It because it's never fun. Really. Is it like looking over all of the projects you have and trying to decide what's relevant, what isn't relevant? Like it's not immediately enjoyable. So if you can add some kind of necessity to it, I found that really helps.
0: That is that is good to uh, an obvious, explicit outcome benefit that you're going and to a, get. And a,
1: a, like a line in the sand of like, on Monday at 1.45 PM, I need to have done my weekly review. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like I'm sat there going, "Has anyone got anything to say?" Well, I would have done if I'd done my weekly review. But... Yeah, <laughs> good.
0: Oh, well, you've just told Youssef there. If you turn up and you're you stay quiet for most of the meeting, yeah, he knows know. you've had a shitty weekend. He'll know, yeah. Exactly
2: let's go is everything okay what you got so i was going to do a physical one but actually um i think this one's taken the 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 limelight because of what johnny's just said which is the apple photos app particularly the mac version but they they integrate so well um i've upgraded to the the full bells and whistles iCloud storage just because it's like it's just so smooth now and i went through a process of you know, a few years ago, when when my dad died and we cleared out the house, there was loads of, like, family photos and all that kind of stuff. And there's just, like, so much stuff that you get archived. And we've, like, been arranging to get it scanned. And then you're like, oh, now I've just got, like, folders of old memories that aren't really doing anything. So I went through and basically just put them all into Apple Photos. Still got the rest to be digitized by a, a company. But what it, what it allows you to do is... It just makes everything fully searchable because by the time you've got over a thousand photos, you're never going to be like looking through them individually. And quite often you want to pick one for a specific purpose or to make a card for someone or whatever. And so, what Apple Photos does is you tag people's faces in it and it links with your contacts. And then it'll start to recognize more photos of that person and also location tags it if you took the photo with your phone. So, suddenly, rather than having folders or whatever you've just got a fully searchable database where you can type in someone's name where you can type in like belgium or 2017 or whatever and it's it's just like the smoothest experience so i think if you can learn to leverage it fully and also be quite selective about what you put into apple photos don't just like you know, when you're out and you take like ten photos of someone at, on a bridge, and you're like, some of them are like that, and then you and you just think, "Oh, I'll, I'll sort them out later, or I'll delete the dodgy ones in a bit," and you never get around to it. You need to make a habit of like either at the end of the day or just at the time, like picking the best photo rather than
1: like leaving all seven in there. It makes like little video montages as well, doesn't it? That's so funny. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> plays so music funny. over them.
0: Yeah. You're you're twenty yeah. your, your twenty. <laughs> mm, just a bunch <laughs> of like selfies
2: <laughs> on your own. You're, you're looking really. lonely,
0: yeah. <laughs> Existential crises, yeah. So, what do you use Apple Photos for mostly? Because I don't know about you, Johnny, but I very rarely go back through my photos. It's just a it's a media storage device. As far as I'm oh, concerned, for man, like,
2: I'm I'm bit okay. So let let me talk you through because so you I've don't strike
0: me. We don't take a lot of photos when we're together, so I don't know whether
2: yeah, we we don't. I, I feel like we should take more because we're like we're usually having too much fun to take photos. We're like oh, actually like yeah. it would be quite a good. So oh, I've my got body. just my pretty, body cams. Body, <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Um, so I've got a shared album with my girlfriend. So anytime we're, like, out somewhere or whatever and we take some photos, we just both put them into the shared album, and that's then we've got, a like... a great idea. Like, that's yeah. that's better than the original hack. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the original hack is just use Apple Photos, isn't it? Right, so, I see. So
1: this is a sub-hack uh, within the hack.
2: Yeah, and oh. then um, I've got one for, like, stuff that's potentially going to go on Instagram. So if you have, like, a good shot that would be, like, a PR kind of photo. Great um, So... That kind of thing. Then you've got ones organised by event or location or whatever else, um, and so as a result, you can end up. Oh, I've got one for like testimonials that clients send us. Um, one of the property that I'm working on and developing, so it can get like kind of time lapse effect. So I think using just using the the tools to its. Full extent. Having the a shared album
0: of, with your partner is is a good one. One thing cool that I yeah. did when I went away to Rome was get a, create a shared album between all of the people that go away on holiday.
2: Yeah, there's nothing yeah, worse than
0: like yeah.
1: ten people having
2: like such. So, so, oh, can this, you can you like, airdrop me airdrop me those ones from today? Oh, what a what a pain in the
1: bum. There's so, well, like, there's so many applications of that because like every event, like weddings, all these things, like you can just create cloud shared albums of. Well,
2: the consequence, if you don't, like Claire is going to have some absolute corker of a photo that she's only oh. sent to one person and then like... Factor.
1: And Claire yeah. forgets her iCloud login. Oh. And then that's it. Wrecked it. Right. Uh, I think that's hack of the day. Would
0: you reckon the... Uh, have a shared album with your partner?
1: I think just use, use the Apple... Infre- like set it up properly yeah. and then everything's easier. That's I'm so
0: impressed with how much, how much you use your laptop... In, as opposed to your phone, Yusuf. Like, I, I just
2: hate my phone. My thumbs are too fat.
0: But, you, but you, you've you got quite a big one now. You haven't got the tiny little...
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's just because the speed... So we, we did a test on when we were recording the podcast <laughs> the other day just to demonstrate how much faster Yusuf is with a laptop than most other people. So I tried to find a previous episode of yeah. a podcast we'd done, and I knew what it was called, and I knew where it would be. And it, I was still searching... It's like minutes later, and Yusuf just went. I think he typed six keys, six keys, and the longest delay was waiting for the laptop of to load. it was, yeah. So that's why he doesn't use his phone.
0: When Yusuf's quicker than a silicon chip at
2: searching for stuff, that makes <laughs> yeah. That like, makes a Yusuf lot of Yusuf sense. Yusuf to
1: unlock his phone, the time taken for the face ID to work, he'd have yeah. found it by then. So, it, it... <laughs> so
2: thats it. So I think my phone I should associate it with like frustration, it's like "oh, it's taking too long." Like, come on. Yeah.
0: Uh, right my next one is a quote from I think it's originally from uh, James Clear don't practice what you do not want to become and basically it reminds us that there is no such thing as not instantiating a habit you're always embedding some form of habit it's either is it the one that you want to do or is it one that you don't want to do There is no, oh, well, this isn't me doing a thing. No, 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 even not doing a thing is doing a thing. And don't practice what you do not want to become is such a lovely little mantra to remind yourself that when you're stuck between two choices, between the thing that you know that you probably should do and the thing that maybe the lazy present self is tempting you to do, okay, is this version what I want to become? It, almost invariably, it's going to be no. So it reminds you t- to take a third-party perspective. It takes you out of your the, the present self, which is inevitably lazy and takes the path of least resistance. It's just, how do I want to look back on today, tomorrow? What would I have wanted me to do right now? And almost always, you make the right choice. So should I hit the snooze button? Okay, well, do you want to become the sort of person that regularly hits the snooze button? Because if you hit snooze today... Not hitting snooze tomorrow will be harder,
2: not easier. The way that yeah, lo- you you're right. You can't be like, oh, but this this doesn't count. And you know, Kate Locklin says something similar of you're always practicing something. And so the or oh, I think I heard another one that's like there's no this isn't the dress rehearsal, like this is just your life. Like you can't be like, oh no, but this is the rehearsal, so it's fine, I'll
1: just snooze today. It's a scary one. It's the it's caving to the like mental narrative of like ah, uh, like this time it's a one-off but tomorrow like tomorrow next week monday it'll be different like that as soon as you fall for that trick you're more likely to fall for it every subsequent time which means you're less and less likely forever to do the thing that you're trying to do and
2: then you're just drilling the habit
1: of oh Delaying. this time i've listened yeah,
0: precisely there's layers and Oof. layers of of how you're talking to yourself and what the habits are but the, the way that myelin works, you don't get to not lay myelin sheaths down in your brain. The action that you make will lay down some sort of pathway. So you might as well decide to reinforce the ones of the things that you want to do, not the ones of the things so that you question. don't want to do.
2: If you could voluntarily like have a timeout button for your brain that you could turn on or off, would you have one installed? what would happen? So no myelin is laid down when the timeout is enabled. Oh,
0: God, yeah. I'd just go crazy. I go Because that's what people (laughs) think is happening when they give themselves a day off. When they give themselves a, right, okay, well, I'm not going to follow my diet. I'm not going to do my morning routine. I'm not going to train. I'm not going to get up on time. That's what they think is happening. They think, oh, well, yeah, but, like, this is just – this doesn't really count. It doesn't matter when – what it is, is just another day that's chipping into the days of good habits.
1: Johnny. Guys, I'm going to have to go to the toilet.
0: Okay, that's fine. We can, <laughs> can, talk. We can
1: talk about All you right. while you go. Come on. All right, cool. Two seconds. It's normally me
2: as well. It like is? At the end of a, a life hack, my bladder is barsting, but luckily I went for the pre-wee.
0: What have you done this week?
2: I have been finishing up my geriatrics rotation. What so, are you on to next? Moving on to a GP practice, which is the, the make or break. So interestingly, speaking of kind of productivity, I know people that have performed so well. in. So it, Julian, for example, performed so well in his GP kind of entrance application. They didn't have to do an interview and he just got a job secured on the GP training program. When he did his rotation in GP, He sacked it off because he was like, this is not the kind of neat day has clear boundaries kind of situation that you'd have in a hospital where you turn up, you hand it over some stuff, you do the jobs. And then at the end of the day, you hand over to someone else and it's continuous in GP practice. It's like there's a bunch of stuff that happens on Monday and then you've got to follow it up on the Wednesday and you've got to make it right. The 50 letters here and, and it just opens up a bunch of loops and it doesn't get to the you know, you you don't have a clear end to each day. So you just got like this. Ongoing, massive stuff to do. So it'll be interesting to see how. So, will you be a GP for a short while? GP with a lot of support. So I'm. I'm. I'll be a an F two doctor. So, like having my own patient load, but with a with a, a special GP to go and ask if I'm stuck about anything.
0: Interesting. It's
2: usually administrative stuff. It's like, oh, how do you refer to this particular clinic, or who do you send this person to, or whatever. The hierarchy
0: of medicine is insane when you realize just how long and drawn out it is that the people who've been studying for five years and then on placement for two still basically just get to file the paperwork for the people that are fully qualified
2: (laughs) yeah it depends on the specialty um if you're in something super specialized then that's definitely the case um or if you you know if it's surgery then you're going to be very gradual which, which is great for the for the you know for the patient because you're never going to be operated on by someone who's just yoloing the procedure at two in the morning our cousin joanne who's here on placement (laughs) (laughs) well she was great in the hairdressers joanne do you mind just filling in because this uh this woman needs a appendix taken (laughs) out. all right i'll give it a. will give it a clap
0: (laughs) fucking hell so i watched that um is it Three Identical Strangers about those twins in New York that were separated at birth, adopted, and then if you haven't watched it, Three Identical Strangers on Netflix is amazing. Very heartwarming um, documentary. It's, it's a great watch, uh, and I won't spoil it for you, but um, these three guys get separated, and then they, they come back and find each other at like 19 years old, and they're triplets, and one of the guys... <laughs> One of the guys, they start living together after a few years. One of the dudes needs his appendix taken out. He's got appendicitis, uh, but he doesn't have any medical insurance. So he goes into the hospital under his brother's name, who does have medical uh, insurance, and gets his appendix taken out under the name of his identical brother.
2: Although, surely you could do that with anyone. like do, Or in the States, do they have like photo ID?
1: I think they almost definitely so, yeah. have
0: photo ID yeah, for medical stuff.
1: Cause it's all done on... It's all that everyone's got to have an insurance policy, don't they? I feel like it was just saying like, oh, this is my name. Honest promise. Like, it, there'd be a lot of fraud going on. So I feel
2: like you could do that in the UK, couldn't you? I mean, I've not tested the limits of the fraud. I yet. think it's quite hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Blob? Okay. Um, it's the question of which, which direction to take things in. How many more are we doing?
0: we got a bit of time. We'll be doing at least a, at least a couple each
1: okay so in that case this is a diet related hack which is low calorie hot chocolate
2: what is the because i is it just less of the spoons in or is it the same number of spoons don't know. but it's lower calorie
1: i don't really have like normal hot chocolate so i don't know but it, it's a it's an easy it's just like 60 calories so they get to the end of the day you've hit your calories for the day and you think, like, I'd, I really would just quite like something sweet, it's negligible. Like, wouldn't what even be tracking it. There's a, I think it's Galaxy Chocolate. Do like a 60-calorie one. So if you're dieting, it's just a really easy thing to, have, to add in at the end of the day.
0: I
2: wonder what a normal scoop of hot chocolate is.
1: I think they're pretty high-calorie. Is that right?
2: Yeah. It's the number of spoons—that's the thing. That's why I'm so surprised that,
1: because it's like, what is the bulk of the stuff? If it's—it'll be awful shouldn't. and artificial, and like, I wouldn't. It's not like a healthy drink. I it's would just imagine It's
0: filled with carcinogens, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the, but, you you know, have you tried other ones, or is the
0: galaxy is the galaxy the only one that you've tried? It's I've only tried one.
1: Yeah, like I'm I not to like be honest, I'm not. Galaxy. I'm not looking for like the the edge with it. It's it's something that that just ticks a box. Yeah. Um, have May- you ever had
2: uh, cognac noodles?
1: Yes, cognac. Yeah, the, the low, the low calorie, like rubberized noodles. They're like two calories per pack. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But, I mean, it's not food, is it?
2: Yeah, it's just bulk. I think. I, yeah,
1: I like you. You eat it and you think I shouldn't be eating this, <laughs> like this. <laughs> This feels like if I were to eat my pencil Keyboard or something. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> but,
2: but I think when you're deep in a diet, when you're like, you can start to see your pancreas secreting insulin.
1: You're just like, yeah, give me it. yeah anything, Don't care. anything to feel mechanically full. I'll I'll eat whether it's like tissue paper noodles. <laughs> it's low a lot isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Low calorie hot chocolate. i man. I think that and zero calorie jelly or low calorie jelly. Yeah. All of these little ways to the um charity popcorn the low calorie char- charity popcorn as well all just little
1: things that you
0: can chip
1: away There's at your also like um, like fruit fruit juice lollies you know like a like a ice cream not an ice cream but you know what i mean like a you, you both know what i mean yeah um those but like a an orange juice one they're also really low calorie same sort of thing
0: Are you dieting at the moment
1: I yeah i am what are you going from and to I was when I started, I was 106 kilos. I'm now 96 kilos. No way. And are you I'll going be... down to the 93s? That's the plan, yeah. Fuck. I want to be within firing range of the 93s. So I want to be like 95 and under. And then I just want to nip in and put my deadlift record up again. You're and such then... a terminator
2: at 93.
0: <laughs> what are you <laughs> working toward here? To get... When are you working towards peaking for? Start next have, year, later this year? Like
1: that. I'm just like enjoying training and being a bit lighter and it's uh it's quite a big difference being what's the difference what's
0: the difference between being 106 kilos and 96 kilos
1: just like the general effort of life is slightly lower across the board so like walking uh any any exertion is easier because obviously there's like imagine carrying a 10 kilo plate like, if I gave you a 10 kilo plate and said you've got to take this with you everywhere you go, you can't leave it anywhere. Like, if you go to the shop and leave it on the, the checkout, like you've got to go back and get it. Yeah, you've um, got to have it with you the whole time. It's so funny. Like, I, I remember the kind of experiencing the opposite of that. Like, because
2: I went from 59 to 90 kilos in about four or five months. Yeah. And, yeah, you get, like, a pump in your lower back going upstairs and, like, shin splints just from like less than 15 minutes yeah. of running. Awful. You just feel worse in every S- way. I think
0: structurally unadapted to your own body somehow. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, especially if it happens quickly. So I gained like I gained my my ten kilos. I gained my ten kilo plate over like six months. So not quite as aggressive as as uh, as Yousef, But this would um, be the lightest no,
0: that you've been, been for cool. ages. Then
1: the lightest I've been since twenty seventeen. Wow, that's awesome, yeah. man! Congratulations.
2: Thanks, man. Seth, what you got? Let me know if I've said this one before, but it's keys in the fridge, yeah, I have said this before,
0: yeah,
2: really, okay, yeah. so in that case, let's switch to speaking of the high so that for anyone that doesn't know what that is, it's probably three episodes back um speaking of hundred and seventy b p m music, French core is the one <laughs> french core it's it's and such a great job so to so find extreme. out what this is. Uh, So for anyone that enjoys a bit of kind of EDM music and thinks, oh, but I just wish it was just twice as fast and (laughs) a bit more distorted. and (laughs) 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 And I wish it just like blew my head off a bit more. French Cora is the one. Have a listen to Bill X, Dr. Peacock
1: and Sefer and they will change your life. So interestingly, Yusuf, I listened to some Doctor Peacock the other day. Did you? I think it's because That's you exciting. tagged him. Oh yeah, in something on Instagram, He's a genius. and I saw the like message thread, and I listened to his latest like Viking trance one. Yeah, Viking dance or some something like. Welcome that. Welcome to Valhalla. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was nearly there. Um, it's. I liked it more than I thought. It's it's a gateway drug. It is a it, bit much, though, isn't it?
2: It's the kind of thing that you, you hear what... It's, it's like eating a spicy chilli. And you're like, oh, that's, that's too much for me. And then like a day later, you're like... Mm.
0: Oh, oh God. God. How would you describe the sound of listening
1: to it, Johnny? So it feels like there's a lot of noise. So there's a wall of noise that hits you. And there's a, there's a hint of a, of a melody there. and Someone you shouts the, whole... the word melody next door. It, it's a LaCroix <laughs> he's like... It's, I almost find myself like wanting the melody to continue. Yeah. It's and like like, oh and then it starts getting a bit more like, dun, 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 and you're like oh, okay. It's a bit more. and then so like I think listening to it's like a me- there's a mental strain to listening to it for me. But what a description. <laughs> it yeah,
2: it pushes you a limit. It, I, I find it beautiful. Like Gabba brings me to tears. It's Absolutely beautiful. Be- beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. But there's no melody. It, it's the that's the point.:
0: <laughs> I think that says so much about you as a human. Do <laughs> like, oh,
1: you yeah. think it's just matching your mental overclocked frequency. brain, yeah, precisely so you're, you're... <laughs> <And then laughs> shut down.: That's binaural beats,
0: that. that's UCS binaural beats. It's noise cancelling for
1: <laughs> the brain, isn't it? but like so so similarly i I'll listen to music that has a lot of shouting in it. I suppose is the only way to describe it. And I'll play it with other people and they'll hate it. And they'll say, why do you like it? And I'm like, well, I don't really know. Like, you can't really hear what they're saying. He sounds pretty annoyed about something. Cross. But you can't. Upset, you can't cross, upset at best. Vexed. He's yeah, yeah. vexed about something, but you can't understand <laughs> what. But I really like it for some reason. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you meet someone who has a similar music taste, you don't, it, there's just an, an you immediate. You know. Like, yeah. You don't you're like, oh, do you hear that? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And have you heard that album, oh, yeah. yeah. So do you have that with Dr. Peacock? Do you ever meet fellow Doctor Peacockers?
2: Yeah, so um, I've I've got a friend who's a vet, who absolutely loves. the The problem is, a lot of uh, he he's more on the like happy hardcore kind of side of it, um. But the problem is in this sky f- side. But yeah, but turned up the speed. The problem is, um, a lot of the those kind of happy hardcore stuff on YouTube seems to have like hentai as the thumbnails, <laughs> and he says that he just plays it while he's in surgical vet theater and sometimes like his colleagues would be like what you, what have you got on there and he's like oh no, no, no it's just the music it's not the it's
0: not nudie it's, anime uh, right yeah shit right uh this is one that all of us will do i'm almost certain but we haven't put it on the life hacks before which is answer emails when you're waiting for something so if you are sat waiting for food to be delivered outside of a restaurant or you've gone to the mechanics and your car's getting done, there's a number of different things that you could do. You could browse the internet, you could look on social media, but inevitably there's always a bunch of emails that you need to, you need to get through. Maybe you've got a bunch of different inboxes. Maybe you've got like a public-facing inbox that you need to you batch it once every couple of weeks or something like that. And um, the beauty of using time where life thinks it's got you to actually get it and you're like oh no 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 no, you don't make me wait you don't make me wait i'm i'm going to stop me waiting in real life when you're making me wait in this mechanics place at QuickFit.
2: the old switcheroo I yeah like exactly
0: and um you no know, i just think <laughs> a
1: special i just got this image of chris sat in quick fit just going
0: <laughs> really smug really smugly sat in QuickFit mate are you, uh, you excuse out. me mate your, uh, your your car's finished and uh, are you smirking?
2: <laughs> I'm, you I'm hoping me? that the thought process has spoken out you're like ah life really
1: <laughs> oh,
0: you today. think Not you got today, me what's today today my
2: friend I'm uh, afraid it's going to be a
1: 20 minute wait mate. no problem <laughs> sir don't you worry <laughs> you good friend
0: <laughs> yeah I um, answer your emails when you're waiting for stuff just you can just tick through them, slowly move through whatever it is. You can't do the complex ones that need opening up a Google Doc and referring to stuff and, oh, can you send over the attachments for whatever. But the vast majority of emails aren't that. The vast majority of emails are just you confirming that you've received an email from someone or what's your address, what's your email, whatever stuff it might be. And, um, yeah, just chew through that, uh, I've found. Because when you're waiting, there's an upper bound, I think, on how – Cognitively complex the things are that you can do. I don't think that you would be able to, oh I'll I'll write the sales copy for my new thing or I'll update my CV. Like you're not it's gonna true. be able to you sink yourself into a deep state. Yeah, precisely. But the vast majority of email work isn't deep. It's just shallow and frequent. So answer your emails That's
2: when you're waiting hack. for shit. Have you ever said, I hope this email finds you well? I've said hope Maybe. you're hope I've said
0: hope you're well. Yeah. I've never said. I, I hope I think, this email finds you well. That seems a bit. I
2: think that's the, one of the weirdest things to say, but people do it all the time. Like when it finds you. Well, that's you it. Is well? it like? Is it when it finds you that you're well, or is it? I hope it <laughs> finds you on the internet and it locates Effect- you effectively. Effectively, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as
1: opposed to unwell. Hmm. I don't know.
2: I,
0: I I wonder about people that use the term e-meet. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know what I think about them, but I think something about them. I haven't decided <laughs> what I think
2: about them yet. Nice to e-meet you. It, yeah, It's just it needs a better word, doesn't it? Because the, the phrase itself is cringy, but I, I understand the sentiment, so it needs a cooler sounding. The, the,
0: better one to, the best one, the one that I always use, is just great to connect. That seems it's a to bit
1: come across. Yeah, it's very, it's very LinkedIn outreach, isn't well, it? I don't use LinkedIn you'd love it on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh god. So
0: here's something that this is a like,
1: great to connect Chris.
0: This is like using a um like using some racial slur that you've never heard before and well no 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 that's what that's what mum and dad used to call my favorite bear. You can't no, no, you can't call
1: it that. You can't call it that. Yeah, exactly. Before you know it, you've been invited to a LinkedIn best-selling author <laughs> speaking gig. <laughs> yeah. Just because of what you said at the most, start. Most anyway. most great to
0: connect in 2021. <laughs> Right. Ugh. Johnny Johnny, Johnny, what you got?
1: Johan. I can probably do one more. Why don't that's we do one cool. more
0: and then whatever you've watched on Netflix recently that's been best?
1: Cool. Um so mine is instead of a process goal, have a mini win goal. So I imagine everyone's probably heard the James Clear thing of like it's not an outcome goal, it's a process goal. And then you set a process goal and you try and do the process and you get bored of it about 20 days in and stop doing the process. Mm-hmm. And I think like I've, I've, I've been trying a lot to make the, just the things that I do easier and more enjoyable and simpler. And then so you can just forget about, them cause I think that's the best place to be, isn't it? Like when you're doing something, when you're, when something is the right thing to do and you do it without really thinking about it, I think that's the best place to be in. So the stuff that I'm really consistent at, I'm consistent at it. Cause I'm always chasing a little, a little PB, like a little goal which attaches to the process, but the process gets you there. But the thing that I pay attention to is like the the mini win that maybe happens weekly or monthly or whatever. So like for training, it might be my like estimated one rep max or for propane, it might be the number of podcast downloads in a week or, or whatever it is. Like it's not necessarily relevant. It's not the thing that the overall thing that you're chasing. But if you can just focus on the little things, it gives you that little dopamine kick of like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is fun. This is fun of this and in the meantime you're just being really consistent with the the stuff that would otherwise be quite boring if you just weren't looking at anything so i largely forget, so like linked back to your question before of like what am i aiming for in training like at the moment nothing really but the little the little pbs are enough to to keep me coming back so if you can finding the equivalence in stuff you're trying to be consistent with can be really helpful
0: I think that's cool. I think everybody intuitively does that, right? Even when you stop thinking about the main goal, you're always watching whatever the little attributes or metrics are that take you a long way to that.
1: The stuff that you don't think about it in will be the stuff that you're inconsistent at, I imagine.
0: What is, other than training in propane, have you got any other examples of... Well, I guess weight loss would be one like you can just look at your yeah. average average monthly weight loss on the way to losing 13 kilos from 106
1: to 93 it's, yeah just hitting like a new a new low weigh in is enough like it doesn't really matter what that number is but if it's like the lowest one you've hit that's cool like that's enough to kind of keep you consistent um, with meditating i tried like tracking the num- so i think you and i both use the same approach chris of like note the noting method the shinzen young approach yeah, yeah. just rather than thinking um like feel or hear or see it's a number so i just think like sensation note it so that's one two three and then just thinking oh like this week i hit a like a streak of that unbroken focus that i've not hit before and it's the same practice but that compared to kind of just sitting and, and trying to like subjectively think well is it better or worse or is it working just little ways to like I think I'm very aware of the fact that I'm I'm very focused on, like, hitting these little wins or PBs. I seem to be wired that way. You're so a metrics-driven make... guy. Like yeah, yeah.
0: A, yeah. a charter, I, I like chartered hitting... accountant, <laughs> economics graduate, like, you who's know, inevitably <laughs> yeah. going to be this way.
1: Like hitting numbers, like stats, to prove that things are moving in the right direction. So if that's kind of what the kick I get out of stuff and I can wire myself that way and in the background just be doing the things that are consistently good for me in five years' time, then that's a win overall so like find have a mini win goal for stuff you're struggling with rather than a i'm going to meditate for 30 days because at some point in the 30 days you'll get bored more than likely um but if you're trying to hit like little little pbs even if it's a streak goal like that should that helps you be consistent with the thing that you're probably struggling with
0: that's a really good one i like that a lot seth what you got
2: again i don't know if i've done this one before And this is because my ticking off process has not been very good for the last life hack, so I've got a lot of open boxes that may or may not have been mentioned. But this is about gift technique. So partly using the Apple ecosystem. so when you have a person in your life, put their birthday in their Apple contact card, and in the notes section, put lots of potential gift ideas. So I have to, systems for this one of them is a note on Evernote that's just like general gift ideas that would be good for anyone that are generic not specific to a certain person and then if you have ones that are specific to a person you put it in their Apple contact that way you have a reminder if you want to be extra good about it you can set a reminder like a week before the birthday or whatever and then the next hack is to whenever you get a gift for someone's birthday or Christmas or whatever double up, get another one too. If it's a generic gift, just buy two of them and store it somewhere in case you're caught out and you need to, you need to get some chocolates or whatever for someone or um, get the thing for their next event as well. So this is if you're big on birthdays and Christmas. Personally, I've not actually been very good at doing this in action, but I know that it would just solve a lot of stress. I don't actually like birthdays and Christmas as things. I think they are... It's, it's like, if you don't get them a present, it's considered a, a social faux pas. But if you do get them a present, like there's a ceiling on how good it can be. Whereas I think impromptu, just random presents are always going to be much better received and much more heartfelt. So there's an argument to say, sack off birthdays and Christmas entirely and just get people random presents.
0: Well, that's the way that slot machines work, right? They're a variable schedule reward. That's precisely why it's addictive and why it feels good, because you don't know when it's going to come.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's a, there's a social layer of it as well, which is, like, if you don't get your girlfriend flowers on Valentine's Day or something, she might be a bit upset. But if you get her flowers on a random day, she'll be so much more pleased than she would be upset if you didn't on uh, Valentine's. Well, not, I I think,
0: I think <laughs> you keep on dating quite balanced girls. <laughs> um I think I think there is a subset of both men and women out there who would lose their shit if they didn't get a birthday present but received two random presents throughout the year.
2: Uh interesting. Okay.
0: Uh right, my last one before we do a quick round of what we've watched on Netflix is Kings of the Wild. That's W Y L D. So I got introduced to this book by a buddy called Jake who's big into fantasy. It's a fiction book. It's 350, 400 pages long. It'll take you maybe a few weeks if you read for 15 minutes a night or 30 minutes a night. It'll take you a few weeks to read. It's just very easy to go through, super fast-paced, really compelling characters. Everyone that I've given Red Rising to, which I mentioned a few life hacks ago, got completely addicted, including your oh,
2: housemate. Chris, I so, so I, I got him it on your recommendation and he devoured it and he ended up buying the next, like, four or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, what what a... Like that's when you know you've hit a home run with a gift when the person goes and gets all the, the subsequent Get the gifts
0: one. within the, the yeah. So um, Red Rising, if you missed that one on on a Life Hacks a couple of episodes mm-hmm. ago, but Kings of the Wild, in short, in this new world, mercenary bands, uh, mercenary teams of people are treated like bands, like rock bands, so they go and do tours where they compete in arenas and kill monsters. They have groupies. um, They all have different types of weapons. Like one will have a sword, but the guy that's got the axe is obviously kind of the front man with the guitar. The guy that's got the two, the double swords is obviously the drummer. Um, And it's just a... It's super fast-paced. There's a little bit. I would say that the character development's a a tiny little bit shallow. But what you lose in terms of the depth of character development, you pick up because the story just doesn't stop. It just keeps on going. There's always they're in a new place within no time at all. Like you'll just they'll need to get somewhere, and then randomly there'll be a flying dragon or whatever that they can attack, and then they'll they'll get there. So it's just it's really good. It's an easy read, and it's I, I enjoyed it so. Red Rising, if you haven't got it already, and Kings of the Wild, if you need a new book. Johnny, what have you watched recently?
1: I need to go very soon, so this will have to be quick. I thought it was cool. But my... It's not on Netflix. It's on Sky Atlantic or Now TV, if you have Now TV, but it's called... You've been going
2: for some niche um, sources of media recently.
1: It's just Now TV. Now TV,
2: Apple TV, um, Sky Atlantic. I mean, you... I think we just have, between
1: me and my girlfriend, we just have all of the available. Every membership. Instead of getting Sky, we just have, we pay like a third of the Sky subscription and have more of the available TV. What have you watched? So then? it's called Your Honor. It's directed by Brian Cranston of Breaking Bad fame. I know Yusuf, Yusuf likes a bit of Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, it's It's fantastic. So, like, the plot in summary is. He is a judge, very well known judge. His son basically runs over the uh, son of a famous mob boss and the things that unravel as a result of that. And it is brilliant. You Couldn't recommend
0: love it TV shows where mental shit happens to normal people. <laughs> Do I? Well, what about uh, not Fargo? What was
2: the one? Jacobs thingy
0: no what was the thing with apologizing to jacob defending jacob no <laughs> the one the one with the guy who gets caught up doing accountants for drugs drug runners oh, oh
1: yeah that's class so my girlfriend has this theory that i like uh films and tv shows with powerful men in <laughs> <laughs> i'd say that's so like probably correct. Uh, uh, to be honest it's it's the case so like the so peaky blinders I think like every, so that there is this theory that the stuff that you like is the stuff that you want to see yourself as the character, the main character. Well, in. The, so, the, well, movies so Ozark's like. an
2: accountant isn't, or he's a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, Gus from Breaking Bad is like a, a very quantitative businessman.
1: Mm. They're all very. Yeah. Numbersy. Yeah. He's so, not numbersy in your honor.
0: I watched the first episode. I walked in on my housemate watching the first episode the other day. It's pretty good. I thought the first episode is actually a little bit slow, but I'm gonna guess give it, it, it give it time, it. Chris. Give it time. Sure thing. Time. Seth, what have you watched recently?
2: So have you ever like just you're eating something and you just put something on thinking, oh, I'll just like whatever, I'll just put this on, like and then you end up just falling through all three seasons of it and you're like, Oh God, what have I done? Um that was the fall.
0: I told you, this was on a life hack
2: a while ago. I told you to watch this. Did you? Right. Was it, it was on, on your list? So, yeah. So yeah, that's that where it's come from. What What I need to do is start attributing on the list, like yeah, who recommended you. it. I want I want well, the associated mind praise. Mind.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so basically I watched it on Chris's
1: recommendation without realizing,
2: yeah. like it was, like, oh, I'll put something on. Okay. Someone said you before.
1: Think? It's that's back to the beginning, the ultimate life access, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's true. It, <laughs> it literally is. Um, very good. It's, for people that are listening, it's about a pervert. Pervert. Um, <laughs> pervert. Pervert. Well, that's what we... It's because we, we've been just calling it pervert. Because I know a, I know an Egyptian doctor who was talking about something. He's like, this man is pervert. And so we've just been calling it pervert. And I actually forgot what the original <laughs> name of the show was. was. Um, so, yeah, it's about a pervert and his evolution of thought and action. Very interesting.
0: I like... The fact it's quite subversive, like you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, it yeah. kind of breaks a lot of the norms. That's why I've said it before, but Line of Duty, of which the new season is currently airing, Line of Duty does not. It gets a samurai sword out and kicks you in the balls. Like that's <laughs> the way.
2: That's the Very way it similar works. Similar to Line of Duty. Yeah, I think probably the most similar.
1: Yeah, there's for, a lot of like BBC tape, BBC drama. It's classic, isn't it? Like both of them are. Um, like, Sunday night, 9 p.m., BBC drama. But you'd think, us, like, typically you'd have thought that would have just been, yeah.
0: What, yeah, crap, like filmed on someone's VHS camera, the <laughs> actors would have been awful. Right, so I'm going to try and rattle off a couple. So Three Identical Strangers is a documentary that's maybe about two hours long. <laughs> you need to watch that. Um, Unforgotten, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Unforgotten is a little bit like a slightly diluted down version of Line of Duty, um, but still,
1: that's a compliment. Have you seen the latest series? Yes. Very good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Have latest... you, you seen the ending of the latest series? Yes. Yeah, yeah, series. I think that's all we need to say, isn't it? Yeah,
0: so Three Identical Strangers, Unforgotten, and I have got another one, and I can't remember... It's it'll it'll come back to me at some point in the future, Your Honor. The Fall, Three Identical Strangers, and Unforgotten. I mean, that's that's You're enough to it. get to get anybody through.
2: I watched the staircase. Wait, I suppose yes. a mental thing happening to normal people, isn't
0: it? So the the staircase is is good because it just doesn't stop.
1: Yeah what what an ordeal! <laughs> it's the the clip where he sat in the room and the lawyers like listing off how much it's going right. to cost, and he's just sat there with his glasses going like his eyebrows are always up. <laughs> just getting taken to cleaners. It's like going to cost him like seven hundred and fifty grand to defend himself.
0: Well I mean, he he defends himself over decades, so it's not it's not really the, that surprising, is it? The thing
1: with that program is if like if it's the case that she just fell down the stairs, like for fuck, he must just be like, what this is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Actually, that's to be fair, that's probably the biggest indication of his guilt that he's just not more indignant. Like, I would be yeah. so put out. Can let, you imagine you if Yusuf had to put up with a decade of oh. paperwork?
1: <laughs> you stand up and call Are you me kidding
2: him? me? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> things to do. Have you seen the state of my tick-tick right now? Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh. She fell down the stairs. I'm very upset about it, but that's that. Um, and and just move on. Leave me no, alone oh right
0: guys i am gonna have to go that's fine look gentlemen up. thank you we will do this again soon everybody that is listening all the stuff that we've gone through will be linked in the show notes below if you have any life hacks that you want to submit if they're phenomenal then we might consider putting them on i think over the entire I career bought. of life hacks we've featured maybe two or three audience suggestions so throw them in the comments below and see if you can get them done but for now it is propanefitness.com slash modern wisdom Mm-hmm. for the seven things you won't believe about how to launch an online business.
2: You won't believe what Johnny says at number four.
0: And then what's the one that, are you still running the free webinar?
1: Mm-hmm. That is the, well, yeah. Just go to that one. It's all the same now. So Beautiful. That right, was the,
0: yeah. guys, have a good weekend. I will catch you later on. See ya. Peace. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget that you can get out of pain and reclaim your fitness by heading to the link in the show notes below. Book yourself a free consultation call with the guys who are looking after my health and fitness, Active Life RX. Link is in the show notes below. Go and book a free consultation call. Have a chat with their specialists and see what they can do for you. Also... Manscaped are offering a 20% discount site-wide on the greatest ball and body hair trimmer the world has ever seen. This deal is available across the globe. Head to manscaped.com and use the code modernwisdom for a 20% discount plus free shipping. That's manscaped.com and the code modernwisdom. I'll see you next time.